Hello guys, welcome back to our podcast. My name is Mandy and with me is my amazing I didn't call her big head. I was this just time. about to say what happened. <laughs> my amazing co-host Lola. Hi OJ, guys. baby. Welcome back. Welcome back. So guys, I hope you've listened to our last episodes. I shouldn't tell you. It was sweet. It was fun. It was loaded. And it was a lot of witty things. Well, if you haven't, please take your time to listen to it. If you're new here, this is Legal Avenue Podcast with Lola OJ and Mandy, where we discuss everything legal and bring you up to speed on what you need to know about the laws that govern us. We also share personal experiences and give you an insight into the various industries. So, to kick off, before I tell you the topic or what we're going to talk about, Lola, have you watched Coming to America too? But of course. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on it? Sincere thoughts. Well, it's very hard to top a classic. <laughs> okay. You know, Coming to America was one of those films, is one of those films mm-hmm. that will, I think, forever, I think our kids, kids, it's kids good. will watch it, right? Platinum. However, I don't think they did bad with Coming to America too. I thought it was going to be a lot worse because... Okay. Most times the sequel is shockingly it's never, it's bad. Never, never but I think they tried. I mean, there were definitely funny bits in it. There was a bit of character development. And yeah. it was it was aesthetically pleasing. Even well, though yeah. it was like, you know, I guess it's a, a made-up African place. But <laughs> one minute you're seeing Kente, Ankara, then you now see, I don't know. They came to Africa and they brought like, a piece of uh, everything. They, they brought a piece of everything <laughs> so, and formed their own African... So, country i mean it wasn't necessarily the most accurate depiction of africa but i mean it's a comical light-hearted film that's not meant to be taken too seriously i think eddie murphy did a good job i think it was funny um i wish you all can see my face now no he tried he tried no he tried it's not easy to 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 make a a, a second of something that's so good yes we tried it's not easy Uh i agree (laughs) i expected worse i agree exactly (laughs) So initially, during the anticipation period when the trailer was coming, I was like, ah. So I've seen Coming to America 1. I've seen it as a kid. I've seen it as a exactly, young adult. I've yeah. seen it as an old adult. Yes. <laughs> Are you an old adult? I beg. <laughs> so I've seen it. I even saw it like last year. Before I watched the movie beginning of this year, I saw it last year why the whole anticipation. I was like, sure. okay. You want to go and revisit it. Exactly. Why I love the movie. And it was... At any point, I watched the movie. It was it brilliant. Me. Yes. It still got me. So I still enjoyed the movie. So I was very indifferent. I was like, all these new guys. I kept seeing the uh, cast list. I'm like, okay. Oh, no, okay. there were some characters that weren't needed. They I'm were going to chuck that in there. I'm all. sorry. We didn't need all of you. At all. I mean, I love you. At all. Get your coins, but we didn't need trying, you. So I see they're trying Hack to everybody. <laughs> exactly. The whole black community yes. actors and actresses. There were so trying many to... cameos. Like, so many cameos. That wasn't even needed. It wasn't needed. I agree with that. So I was like, okay, okay, all right, no problem. Then movie came out. I was like, huh. people of God, I'm not going to go to cinema to watch this movie. I'll watch it in my house first. If it was nice... Or if it's nice, then I'll go to the cinema I didn't watch to it watch in the it. Cinema, well, like, so yeah. the movie came to my house. I was having um, girls' nights, nice. and then one of my friends brought it, and then we watched it. And brought it like how? Yeah. I'll, where? Where you say brought it? Cause it was on Prime Video. So where did she bring it from, sister? She you are a lawyer, it. remember? She brought. It. Let's leave it like <laughs> you that. Are a lawyer. What you What you don't hear cannot be in trouble. I said she brought Please, it. I watched my own on Prime Video. Mm-hmm. Maybe she brought the private video to my I house. Bet. She brought it. She brought it. That's that's the important thing. Yeah. Okay. She brought it. And I we watched judge it. You. The mode of watching or the mode of bringing okay. is not being discussed Lovis. here. Lovis. Thank you very much. <laughs> so watch it and literally like thirty minutes into the movie, had I brought the movie, slept off. 
that was very discouraging. So I had to keep pushing my other friend that was sleeping. I was like, stop, we stop. We have to finish this, finish movie. this movie together. Because I know if both of them sleep off, You're it's over. Well, yeah. I'm not going to watch it. So I watched the movie and I kept looking at the movie. And first of all, like you said, there were a lot of cameos that was not needed. A lot of things were happening. The whole yeah, movie was very just colorful. Busy, yes, a, lot yes. of, a lot of things. I was like, okay, okay. What a very nice choice of Prince. All right. It doesn't look like Eddie Murphy, but okay. But then what threw me off in the entire movie was Eddie Murphy himself. Why? What did he do to you? So I've watched <laughs> Mandy. Literally, when I was younger, my dad bought this DVD collection of all Eddie Murphy movies. Sure. So I've I've been watching nah, his yeah, movies iconic, from sure. Nobi to uh, Professor Doolittle to yeah, a lot of yeah, those sure, movies. Sure. So I kept seeing a bit of every character <laughs> in him. Jude, that the man up. He wanted no. to give you different dimensions. No, it's not needed. I just needed more of your coming to America one. And you know how? Do you know the America age too. difference? Do you think he remembers? <laughs> that is it. Because he was trying to grasp on everything he could remember. He was just trying. Bless him. Do you understand? He's very good. I'm not going to throw that off. But I'm just saying that he could have watched himself and remembered where he was then before he ever comes to Nigeria. You know he's not coming to see us. With this with this review we've given him now. Please, we love you, Eddie Murphy. Come, we'd like to interview Please come and see us. I'm serious. I was seeing a bit of every character and kind of threw me off. And I think it's because... When he acted Coming to America 1, he hadn't acted these other movies. Do you understand? I get what you mean. So, so you have nothing to compare him one, to. Yeah. Two, he developed these characters over time, time. and all of them came together Merged. to make Eddie Murphy what he is. So it's very, very easy to double into different sure. characters. Into that head so that's, that kind of confused me in the entire movie. But then... Why actually about the movies? I was about to say, like, <laughs> I would maybe this is now legal movie movie reviews. <laughs> so the reason why I asked you about the movie is because of the whole the oh, passion I, piece you, that okay. we mentioned. I see where you're going with yeah. this. I see so, it. I see it. I see. It. Mentioned the whole content, and that's why I said they came across Africa and they just picked a piece of everything, including a piece of something in Nigeria. Gotcha. So one of our fashion designer is actually. Um, accusing the producers and the customer um, of taking the popular Ebuka style. <laughs> Ebuka really, he really took that. He knows what he named Ooh, it. I know because That's what he named he was, it. He was the one that made it so popular. So popular, yes. exactly. So it was just, it was just right to name it after him. The Ebuka style. If many of you remember the brocade, shades brocade, and sure. um, with a little like, sorry, I cannot, like I cannot. Class, yes, I don't she even know. explains it better. Please, I'm sure they're not coming saying that's not what it's called. And you're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, but yeah, the popular if you don't know, you can just like pause this podcast and check out Ibuka and come back. Sure, so the Ibuka style and the, the designer is not a person but Ugo Monye, and he's saying that okay, you guys wanted to use this and you guys did not ask for permission to use it. Sure. Um, obviously, a lot. It brought up a lot of questions amongst people. Lots oh, of fashion designs. Yes, can it be protected? Exactly. Um, under what protection? What exactly is he talking about? But license for what? Permission for what? Honestly, to do what? people were like, huh? How? They're like, guy, go and sit down. I was like, okay. People <laughs> don't even understand that. You know, and this happened. It's this, possible. This started earlier in the year, and then later on, I think towards mid. No, towards like the first quarter or after the first quarter, he said, "Oh, I'm taking legal actions." And people are like. 
Protectable and under what kind of protection can they get and all of that? Well, this is your field. You know, you know quite a, a good amount about this. So I would try. You're in safe hands, guys. I would try. I would try. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, yes, fashion designs are protectable, and a lot of people think that they're protected under copyright. Not really. So so when you sketch a design on your paper, and you just save that design. Is protected as an artistic work under copyright. Yes, but the moment you want to create that, you want to put it through industrial processes. You want to create it to multiple outfits. You need to register it under industrial designs. So that's under the Patent and um, Designs Act or the office in charge of that. But you need to register it under as an industrial design. And when you do that, the protection lasts for a period of time. Now, this protection, unlike copyright, is not automatic. Like I said, you need to register it. You need to give some informations. They will check it. They'll carry out check and ensure that your designs don't look like any other design that you see. Before you go and now try and protect somebody <laughs> else's design. design. Do you understand? They'll do all of those search and then they protect it. But then when they protect it, they'll tell you that, oh, we'll do publication. I know how many people actually go through trademark pro- um, publication. You know what? I was going to say that's something we actually need to be actively doing. But many people don't. But companies and brands have people that sit on those things. But it's us that we just... The big companies yeah, have. Yeah, because they can, I guess they have the They have the, the money to pay yes, these people. Do you exactly. understand? Smaller brands don't. And then the, the, the sad side about this is that that publication is supposed to give you notice. That exactly. This so if you want to oppose... This. So if you want to oppose, you can oppose. Once that window is shut, it becomes a more tedious um, Exactly. Process. And then the very bad thing is that <laughs> once it's done, it is done. Yes. So someone can sit down and carry your design. And then industrial design wants to show it in public. It's no longer new. Facts. Even if somebody wore it, even if someone did not wear it, once you put it up on Instagram or you show it in an exhibit, okay, for exhibitions and Instagram and all of that, you have six months window to register it. But the moment someone wears it outside, you cannot go back and say, oh, I'm changing my mind, I want to register it. <laughs> it's not even possible. Forget it. It's gone. So I really don't know the step he took, whether it was after Ibuka wore it or before Ibuka wore it or where exactly no, yeah. it is so registered. Then those are the questions Those are the questions to ask. So all of that would determine, oh, was re- registration valid? Did he actually register it? Or is he sure. saying based on the fact that, oh, everybody, they're still passing off. They see the basis of, of oh everybody already know this design belongs sure. to this person. So sure. if you see it any other place, you know this person. But it's so much harder to prove. To prove that it's Pass, less passing to off is tedious. It's, it's less it's so to much to easier to register. Like we always sing on this show, just do the needful so that when you just, need to do the thing, you have your papers and your evidence. And the good thing is that um I think one of the episodes you talked about copyrights of um images that you have to register. Oh, so people don't register one and leave it and come back and register another one. I think you mentioned something. I believe like that. so. Yeah, sure. Exactly. I'm listening. So, um, in design, you don't need to register one design. So, one protection can take up to forty designs. Just once you have your piece together, have your collection. You're answering together. a question I was going to ask you later. 
<laughs> but no, it's good. It's good. Because that's the kind of thing people... Oh, does that mean every single sketch? No, once you have a collection, which most fashion designers... Of course, that's do, how they They hardly design. have yes. one sketch. That's how so they if you have a sketch and you want to put it out, except if you know that, okay, this sketch, there's nothing really novel. There's some designs you do and you know, okay, this is just me playing around. There's nothing serious about this. And you put it out. Yes, you can still of play course. around and get yourself popular. But when you sit down and you like create an actual, a collection... Yes, like how you see fashion weeks there was this lady stuff, that yes. ever had a particular case I think either her name is Fisayo or Fididas Fidisayo or something like that she has this dress that I, has I I these color designs yes. and all of that it kind of reminded, reminded me of Diane Dye days of Diane Dye but not really like Diane Dye mm-hmm. has these designs and at a foreign brand copied that it's same design I and was yeah. selling it yeah. and then she called them out she called them out immediately. She showed that she has protected it. And if they don't restrain from me, she's going to take Exactly. And then what did they do? They, they stepped back. Exactly. They stopped. Do you understand? So in this case, he's saying that he wants to sue. He wants to sue, but the, he, no, he wants to take, let me not say he wants to sue. He wants to take legal actions. It could be so suing. Put, it could be outside court. Imagine they will come for us on this show. Please take time. But he wants to take legal actions. And personally, I cannot say if he has a case or not. If he did the right things and registered it, he possibly he, has a case. But, yeah. but, still not, mm, but, yeah. the protection <laughs> is territorial. 100%. So if you register a design in Nigeria, it's protected just in Nigeria. Except if you take steps to register it. That would be my first question. Okay. If it was presented, this thing was presented to me, that mm-hmm. would be my first question. Okay. Exactly. Can we see to the extent of where this registration covers? Is it Nigeria? Because this thing we saw coming to America, all the way in America. No, no. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So I'd be saying, okay, can we see your... Let's see your registrations. Mm-hmm. What scope, what territories do these things cover? It's not enough to say, ah, this thing looks similar to what I'm doing in Nigeria. Oh, it's appropriation. Oh, it's stealing. It's this. It it doesn't always take that angle. As you can imagine, how many people live in this world? Imagine if just because you create something so in Nigeria, probably, you so stop everybody around the world. Design no, in China. No, no, really think, <laughs> think about no it as an individual. Because this doesn't have Instagram or social media. No, it's true. And that and that's 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 why people think they're always stuck. It's not fair. If I create mm-hmm. this thing here, why doesn't it protect me abroad? No. It's because we are all individuals in different places of the world that don't necessarily have access to each other. I can't stop you from creating something you've already created. If you think you have a market overseas, you really start in do that the for in that place. So you think you have a market in Paris, real estate there. You have a market in Turkey, real estate there. Wherever you have a market. So we don't know the I extent don't, I don't think much will happen with, with this thing. But there was something else that was brought up that could be the golden chance in his case. What so that? he said that a consultant, a fashion consultant was gotten in Nigeria to help put together some designs. So he 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 okay. he carved okay. it in such a way that the producer hired the customer and then customer was working with a consultant here in Nigeria. So kind of just went and made his own <laughs> cheaper version of what he saw in essence. So on that, okay, put together these ideas. What do you think we can get from, for example, you just like you are supposed to do a case or you're supposed to um create content around maybe eating habits in UK. But you can't start travelling to of UK. Of course not. You always get, you get find someone, someone over there to help you pick ideas and send over to you and of then course. you create your content. Of course. So I think that's what Cosmia did. Oh, okay. Get consultants in different saying. countries. Okay, I didn't know this information. Okay, pick mm-hmm. different pieces. I'm guessing that's what she did. So basically the consultant didn't pick the piece but then went on to perhaps make a similar version of that piece. 
that would be no, but that would be another question I would ask. I would yeah. have the two designs next to each other and actually assess how similar are Is they. Very no, they're very similar, but they're not extremely similar. I'm gonna play like Deadpool's advocate on this thing. Yeah. They're not identical. And yes, marks can still be in like it can still be an infringement if they're confusingly similar. But then you'd have to say, if someone saw that, would they automatically think that it is... Ebuka. Ebuka's um, Agbada. Yeah. Would they think that? Would they just think, oh, this is just a nice Agbada? I don't know, Shah. I was just, just looking at it. When you saw it, did movie. you think it was Ebuka's I, I don't Agbada? I can't remember I, I just, seeing it. <laughs> I can't remember I seeing it. I don't remember seeing it. I was just analysing it. But it, it doesn't take away, like, I. to be honest, I like their passion. Mm-hmm. I like their zeal. I really want to know where it goes Yes, to, I love like, the fact they're not intimidated by the mm-hmm. fact that it is coming to America. It is Eddie Murphy. It is America. I like the fact that they're like, no, we're in Nigeria. And if I think I have a case, I'm going to see it through. Exactly. I don't know how... And if it'll be successful, I don't know if I would I have gone down that route or because I feel like if it's credit acknowledgement you yeah. wanted, I probably would have done a diff. I would have tried to resolve this perhaps reach out differently. To them first before going if it's public. money you want, I also would have gone after what if it I differently. Reach out to them privately before you come. Public. But they perhaps could have tried maybe and maybe did. it landed on deaf get, ears. Yeah, so I'm just I'm assuming a lot here, mm-hmm. guys. Um, but based on that, I mean, I'm interested to see. How how it even anything for the legislation late sorry for the president let's yes, no, have we need, something we need it the creative industry we is need so it oh we're, we're it's a drought so please yeah. if you can go to court and <laughs> right behind you it's because of all these arbitration clauses <laughs> nobody's going to court we need case law guys this industry needs case law <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah, if you're trying to institute a case now in court, I'm sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. Is, Mandy, please, is court open? That's all I wanted to ah. say. Unless she's in court inside your house because <laughs> I've not seen any court open right now, mate. Someone said that she sent someone, she, someone sent her a notice of infringement. I was like, no, I did something right, sent it back. So she just called me out like, I've not gotten a reply from this girl since then. <laughs> I know that. What if she's waiting for court to make you say she will see your ass? You really don't know what is coming. You don't know what's coming next. The element of surprise. It can come up anytime, anywhere. Honestly. Lola, if you should advise. Relax. You're hosting this show. It's not a. Like, you don't have to get scared. I hope. Only if you, could, if you guys could see Lola's face that she went like, oh my God. What? Like, am I an Why, exam? Why What's my this? Is it not your own episode? I but no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm putting in the place of Ugomoye's lawyer. Yes, darling. If you're to handle this case. I'm listening. What would be your course of action? <sighs> Mind you, you need to go to court for us. Why? <laughs> for precedence. We just agree to that. If I'm actually honest, I really would. And again, I'm assuming they haven't. This is not something I personally would take to court. It's not if Eddie Murphy was recreating this design yeah. and selling it at a profit, maybe as merchandise for coming to America, then I would be all guns blazing if I felt my rights were infringed. It was an extra passing by in a film that everybody kind of enjoyed. Yeah, I, no, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to reduce the yeah. importance of this designer's. You know, okay. when you create something, it's your baby. It's mm-hmm, yours. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying, ah, please, guy, calm down. It's only small something. Yeah. But I'm saying that that's why perhaps my approach would be different because yeah. there's no immediate perhaps financial gain or I feel exploited or I feel like maybe they put somebody else's name there and it's me. I would be more interested in the 
reaching out to their team, if even if I have to fly to America, so be it, right? And actually try and figure out, okay, guys, this is what we think has happened. Maybe your consultant, I need to see the contract between the the, the, the consultant in Nigeria and mm-hmm. the, the people that are producing. Is the liability, has it been waived? Is it exactly. her you're now going after? Is who it, is it? Who, who are who we really it? talking to? Taking to court? Do you think the Eddie Murphy approved costumes? Of course he didn't. You know, it, it, that's not possible. I brought that up. I brought that up. I was like, it's possible that this is just an independent contractor doing a job. And then if so, exactly. probably... Um, if it's, of course, someone employed by... Then it's a different ballgame. Yeah. Of course, you go after the company. Even if it's employed, they could still have the indemnity clause and they tell you, be careful what you put in. You are assuring us that whatever pro- people are sending not, is probably not. Because if the person be was in Nigeria, original. it's probably extremely likely it was an independent contractor. Yeah. So I would need to also see that contract. Just so you know, you actually know what party... You need to be actually bringing action against the correct mm-hmm. party. So, I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not an expert litigator. So, like I said, I would be exploring... She is in the making, though. <laughs> when the courts decide to open I would explore other 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 res, uh, yeah. conflict resolutions b- before I would start but I mean social media why not I mean it's the, I mean he, he he's made his he's made a statement yeah people have heard him they've heard like making noise I'm sure anyone that wants to go talking about recreates his piece they will, will be think careful. twice <laughs> they'll be careful they'll think twice and that is needed yeah, so I I, needed. I applaud that that you know mm-hmm. that activeness well, I feel we've, we've, we've shared made a lot of noise around this and we've said enough. We had some questions. We put out this content and we told you guys, what are the questions you could have around this? What would you like us to answer on this show? And please, Lola, come up with the questions. Are you a dancer or a dance instructor and you're wondering how you can protect your legacy? I mean your dance? Well, I have the cure here. Go get Let's Dance today. The book looks at the legal issues in the dance industry, how to make money, and more importantly, how to protect your intellectual property. For just 6,000 Naira, the book is yours. Get yours from Legal Avenue Podcast today. Let's dance. Let's dance. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So people... We heard you, Matty. <laughs> before we went on the ad break. Oh my God, I feel like I'm on TV. So before we went on the oh commercial break... <laughs> Guys, help me. So before we went on the break, we are talking about protection of fashion designs. And we have questions that you guys sent in. We love you all for sending those questions. It makes up the content Mandy, you on this love. podcast. It's my love now. Oh, what yeah. is it? You I have so much love to give you to easily people. love. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Don't be like me. Don't have a cold heart. <laughs> She said it is not me. You heard it's her voice. So when I call her, I called her tomorrow. I you don't know where mind. it came from. Lola, please, with the questions. Okay, so Mandy, all these questions are for you. Question one. One of them. Yes. How does one go about registering their designs, fashion designs? Get a lawyer. Explain. Expand. Expand. The lawyer will charge you for consultation fee to explain to you how you register it. So I don't want to chop the consultation. You can send me a DM at Mandy's. Basically, this is Mandy's work. <laughs> so you can send me a DM. Contact I'll, Mandy. Exactly. Pay consultation. What is the process? Fee. I'll tell you how you register it. Abbreviate the process. Just so short so basically, um, you bring together your sample designs, either in sketches or if you really produced it. Um, pieces of it 
all those are confidential, not going to be leaked out to the public. So you bring it together. We're going to have your details put together. We're also going to have an application letter and you signing on like a power of attorney or kind of an agreement saying, oh, I'm giving this person the right to act as my agent to register this. And because why that is necessary is because whoever is processing the registration is who is being seen as the creator of the work. And once it's registered, it cannot be taken back, except you go to the register and register. So that has to be clear. From that process, we take it up almost like trademark. You put in your request, sure. they go through it, you have Approval. periods you wait for, mm-hmm. you pay for this. They'll approve the first one, they'll put it out to the public, or oh, check these, they'll carry out their own search. And all of that, yeah. So for your more detailed processes, like I said, <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> and that's fair. So second question, I am a fashion designer. Am I meant to register every single design? And also, at what point should I register these designs? Okay, so you don't need to register one. You don't have, you don't need to register one. If you have more than one, you can register. If you have just one, you can still register it. So your, your protection, or sorry, your registration can take up to 40 designs you get. And you're supposed to register this either at the point of you having a sketch, at the point of you making the dress or the fashion piece, or at the point of you being done with its production, but you've not released it to the public. The moment you release it in public, there are two forms of release that they look at. If it's being worn by someone in public, like sold, or you, you're wearing it yourself, it loses the validity to be registered. And secondly, if it's shown maybe in a fashion show or unofficial exhibition, some of the things that are seen as unofficial exhibition can be social media, you post it on Instagram. You have six months window to file for registration. After that six months, you cannot, when you file, they don't see it as new. And mind you, before you can register your sure. work, it has to be new. It has to be distinctive, distinctive for something yes. already existing. So it could yeah. be, you might look the same, but if you will see it, like you said earlier, let it not look identical. Let them not see it and say, ah, is this not is this not this design? No. It has to be, it has to stand out. It has something distinctive about it. Lovely. Do you want another one or you're good at this? Too? I'm good. Final question is for you. <laughs> no. It's for you. I've got no, this is not. It's for no, you. No, no, no. So they ask, will you turn down an upcoming fashion designer? Turn down like how? <laughs> She's know, asking a question. Ask what? She's asking upcoming. She needs your help, Lola. You, I don't understand. The upcoming fashion mm-hmm. designer. She asked the question. I'm, yes. an, up, I'm an upcoming, upcoming. fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Do I need a lawyer at this point? Because I don't think I can afford one. Mandy, this is your this is your field. I'm throwing this to you. She's saying, Lola, will you take take up my case free of charge? Mandy, don't will you take me as as your client free of charge? I don't have money. Guys, I'm about to sign out. Yes, sign out to me. Mandy, answer the question. We've not done. We've not done the next segment. We still have like two or three segments. So calm down. Sign out. Upcoming fashion designer, please. Mandy, this is not my question, darling. She'll be hearing you now. She's not my question. It's not my question. People, I'm going to answer this question, but let Thank it be you. known. Thank you. That an upcoming fashion yes, designer let say, it be please, known. Lola, help Cold-hearted. Me. Yep, go on. Mandy. And she answer said, no, I'm not helping you. Well, people, you can send in. I, I understand you don't have monitor for the lawyer. You can send me a DM to help you. But we can decide, we can know, we can reach an agreement. A petition, your company, you start making money. How many percentage are you going to get? I'm going to all of this, all, this <laughs> all of this is business. I'm helping you. So do you need a lawyer as an upcoming fashion designer? 
it's never too early or too late for you to get a lawyer. Jigger, don't think, oh, I'm still upcoming. I'm still small. Anything will happen. You could be upcoming today and tomorrow you're just blow. blow. Yep. And the moment you blow, lawyers become very expensive around you. Sorry, but that is what it is. So as soon as you can get a lawyer, get one. Even if it's not someone like that is well-versed in fashion law, but at least the person knows how, basically every lawyer knows how to look at contract, what should be there or what should not be there at the beginning stage, but at least have someone to guide you legally and read up. It's not a matter of, oh, I'm not a lawyer. No, you can, yeah. A lot of things are available to read. You are in this business. Just try and read up, baby. So, in case you have any questions or topics that you want us to discuss here, well, you can drop it on our social media platforms. On IG, we are at Legal Avenue Podcast, and on Twitter, is Legal Avenue Pod. And on Facebook, we are Legal Avenue Podcast. So send in your questions, send in your topics, and we'll definitely take it up here. All right, we're almost coming to the end of this podcast. But before we go, we have to take our... We can't go without leaving you with our legal takeaway. Very important. Yeah. So our legal takeaway of today is going to be section 14 of the Patents and Design Okay, hitting us with the sections now, Mandy. (laughs) I'm shy. But basically, just like I mentioned within the um, content, so or within the podcast, I said when you're registering your design, the person that files for registration is the person that is seen as a true creator. So once that is registered, once the information on the registration documents are put into the system and it's registered, that person is seen as a true creator. Whether the person created it or not, they don't go to guys start checking, oh, is you that did it or not. And then what this section is saying, or one of the sections, that's particular subsection B is saying, it's that you cannot modify this by contract. So you cannot register it as a true creator and come back tomorrow and say, oh, this contract is saying that, oh, this person is actually the true creator or myself. So where this happens and person that registers it is not the actual person. And you find out you can make a formal complaint stating that maybe permissions got some some documents that you're supposed to sign or some things, information you're supposed to give, you can give, you can inform them that all those we had gotten by the consent wasn't gotten straightforward, maybe under duress or something, or a person lied to you. And once it's clear that this person is not the actual owner or designer, then that registration is deregistered and you are registered, except that it cannot be modified. So baby girl, baby boy, please take out your time. You can get online, just type patent and design act. And then you find you can add Nigeria by the side too. Check out section 14. That's our legal takeaway of the day. Nice one, Monday. That was a good one. So our shout out today is going to add, I hope I don't spoil this name, add Winnock. So thank you so much. We see you and at underscore the big gayo. Sorry, the big gayo. What? I'm like, what is this? It looks like it looks like the come look like like name. Simple ayo. Oh. You are saying gayo. No, it looks like gay. Shout guy. out to underscore the big ayo. Don't mind this girl ruining your name. She's an evil girl. She doesn't. It's not her fault. She doesn't know how to pronounce the Yoruba names. Okay? I said pronounce it from the back. If I go to the front, I'm sorry. So guys, thank you so much for being. With thank us you for listening. Today. Thank we, you for listening. We do appreciate. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Because it's all love. Yeah, and as Lola says, she has no love to give you people. One <laughs> and two, she's rushing. Maybe next week, some to love. go home and eat hungry Lola every time. So goodbye, guys. Bye. Love you. Bye.